Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views is from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another rousing edition of the Views from Midstream podcast. Your home for all the Carolina Panthers talk. You can possibly handle and then just a little bit more. My name is Rob Brown, host of the Rob Brown Show in Greenville, South Carolina, right here in the heart of Panther country. And alongside me, as always, each and every single episode, three a week, all season long, he is the great one. My co-host, my partner in crime, Lonzo Reitzel, is here as well. And we have got a lot for you. On a Friday afternoon pod as we get set for this weekend's matchup. One of back-to-back games at the bank. Back-to-back games at the bank to end our regular season home matchups. But, ladies and gentlemen, potentially one more game at the bank. Should the Carolina Panthers make the playoffs as division winners? We'll address that coming up here in just a little while. We'll be getting into the X's and the O's of the Steelers visiting the Panthers this Sunday afternoon coming up in moments as well. But a couple of things that I wanted to really dive into before we get to our tactics and strategies, ladies and gentlemen, and let's start Lonzo with a topic that you and I discuss on the Rob Brown show available on the fan upstate.com on 97.7 FM in Greenville and Around the world for free on the Odyssey app. It airs from 9 to noon every weekday. A topic that, in my opinion, for pretty much zero good reason, has picked up a lot of steam, a lot of momentum. And that discussion is, would there be a potential trade on the table for the Panthers' next head coach? Mike Florio was on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh earlier this week and was discussing the fact that there have been teams in the past that have made a trade for a head coach. Obviously discussed the fact that Sean Payton will likely be coaching somewhere next year and it will require a team to make a trade for him from the New Orleans Saints. But he threw a little line into that interview that obviously piqued our interest. And the line that he threw out there was that he could see Mike Tomlin being traded to Carolina. He said that's a move that he could see David Tepper making uh, making to bring the longtime Steelers head coach from Pittsburgh down to Carolina. My question is twofold, Zoe, and I'll, I'll let you go get the first crack at this. Number one, why would this be a move that Florio thinks David Tepper and the Panthers would make? And B, if you have a justifiable reason for why this trade would get made, what would be your thoughts on it? All right. So first of all, Pittsburgh, they don't really fire coaches. They've had like, I don't know, four, something like that. And if they're unhappy and there's been some, you know, some talk that they're they may be unhappy with Mike Tomlin rather than fire him why not trade him and we know 
that the Panthers have a lot of draft capital. They probably would have interest in Mike Tomlin because David Tepper's ties. And that's the other thing. I mean, he came here from Pittsburgh where he was a minority owner in the team. So it isn't like he doesn't know everything about the Steelers, including uh, the coach. And if you're looking for a coach and he's available, I don't see why you wouldn't at least consider it. And in my opinion, say yes. Uh, the other thing is, this is not that unusual. It, it, it's not. It's happened a couple times before, and because it's happened before, it's not. It's not unheard of. If it's unheard of, you're like, yeah, wh- whatever, man. This guy's just making this stuff up. It can never happen. But it has happened before. Um, I, it, I, people are talking about this. People are getting mad. Why would you even? Talk about this. How could this be? It's all over the internet today. And there's got to be some truth to it. I, I really believe Florio has been a guy who's been pretty, pretty competent and pretty um, trustworthy as far as his sources go. Um, I, I think Panther Nation would be happy with this. I do, unless they're like Rob Brown and already believe that they have their coach right now. Uh, I'm not saying that that's an incorrect take about me. Uh, and I'm not saying that because it um, it is a correct take about me. Uh, I, th- I think you have your head coach, right? And, and, and there's a handful of reasons why. If we were sitting as a two-win, a three-win football team right now, uh, I, I very much think that I would be happy to hear that out, right? But there is always going to be a debate and a debate that I don't think we can reach an answer for because I do think it's different for different teams. But there's a debate about when a team has great success and they have a quarterback head coach duo that is dynamic. Uh, Belichick and Brady, Breeze and Peyton, etc. There's always a question about how much credit does the HC get and how much credit does the QB get, right? Uh, like Sean Payton and Drew Breeze when they were having their success in New Orleans, who would you say deserved the credit for that? In that case, I would argue from an outsider's perspective, probably 50-50. I mean, Drew Brees was a a remarkably, ridiculously and frustratingly accurate quarterback, but Sean Payton has also been proven to have a mastermind for turning average players into good players, good players into great players, and great players into pro bowlers, right? Then you look up at what's happened in New England since Tom Brady left. Tom Brady went down to Tampa and won a Super Bowl where Lonzo in a minute is going to argue that that team was already Super Bowl caliber. And it's like, right, but he elevated them to actually winning it. Whereas on the flip side, uh, the Patriots are are certainly not bad, but they are certainly not as good uh, as, as they were when Tom Brady was there even a few years back. So the question is, does Mike Tomlin get a bunch of the credit for the Steelers being as good as the Steelers have been for 15 years until Ben Roethlisberger left last year. And now they are what they are. Or does Ben Roethlisberger get the majority of credit or is it split 50 50? And we can, we can get into that 
that's probably a more appropriate con, uh, content and conversation for the regular radio show. For the purposes of the pod, I would keep that in the back of your noggin while you consider whether or Steve, whether or not Steve Wilkes has earned his spot. And as I pointed out on the pod earlier this week, so we don't need to dwell on it. If Steve Wilkes was to knock off the Steelers on Sunday, Steve Wilkes would have as many wins in this season as Matt Rule had in any season during his tenure as the Panthers. And he did it without taking over the head coaching position until week six. If he wins two games with behind Pittsburgh, Detroit, Tampa, and New Orleans lined up, in my opinion, is quite much very probable. Uh, he will surpass Matt Rule's season total. And in the process of doing all of that, he very, ha- very clearly has this team in lockstep. They have an attitude and a determination we have not seen in a while. Uh, they are executing a very well-put-together offense the last few weeks back-to-back. Uh, as far as I'm concerned... I don't know what you think you are taking a gamble that Tomlin is going to be able to show up and reconstruct the team that he organized in Pittsburgh. And you're also gambling that Steve Wilkes would not be able to take the success that he's had so far this season and extend it into next season. You're not gambling once, but you're gambling twice. If you were to make that move, I think you got a team that is already lockstep, that is showing some swagger they didn't have under rule with Wilkes, a team that has been very complimentary of Steve Wilkes as a head coach. And you know, so you know the chemistry is good. And a guy who showed on the first week of it being his job that he's unafraid to step up and take the reins as a leader of this program. Uh, I will say two things about it, Zoe, and then I'll get your, your closing thoughts on this conversation. I will say number one, I don't see the move happening. I don't see the move being necessary to happen. I think you found your head coach in Steve Wilkes because, you know, if it was just bringing Tomlin to replace Matt Rule, it's a no-brainer. But you're gambling not just that Tomlin will be able to do well post-Roethlisberger, but you're also gambling that he would be able to do better than Steve Wilkes, and I don't know that you can say that for certain. The second thing is, I don't know why we just spent nine minutes talking about this because it very much feels like a conversation to me that I would label as talking about for the sake of having something to talk about. This is very much a shock talk, uh, a shock jock drive time radio topic. It is, um, there's not a lot on the prep sheet today and we need something to stir up the callers. What if we say that the Panthers are trading for Mike Tomlin? That'll get some reaction. Uh, I heard nothing about it before Florio said it. I have heard nothing about it since Florio said it from anybody else. Uh, I am going to remain steadfast in my belief that Steve Wilkes will be, will be the head coach of this team next year. All right, so many things, so many things. Let's spend another five minutes over here anyway. Bef- before I get back to that, I just want to point out that uh, Tom Brady would never have went to Tampa Bay if Jameis would have got that LASIK surgery a little bit earlier because 
you know, because he could do what Tom Brady is did that year. I mean, with that team, he could have if he could have just seen who he was throwing to. I mean, you know, it helps. It helps. Um, he could have game managed just like what Tom Brady did to get the uh, to get the Super Bowl, and uh, he lost. He won that because Kansas City's tackles got hurt right before the game. Speaking of Kansas City, let's talk about Andy Reid. You talk about coach uh, quarterback combinations. Andy Reid has won everywhere he's been and with whatever quarterback he's been. And I'm not saying that Mike Tomlin is Andy Reid, but I think Mike Tomlin is a pretty good coach. So I don't think this is talk show fodder. I think there is there is some, some smoke here. And I do believe that if you have the choice between Mike Tomlin and Steve Wilkes, you got to look at the at, – at, at, uh, at the resume for for Mike Tomlin, it's got got like what three Super Bowls? How many how many of those does Steve Wilkes have? Um, I, Mike Tomlin has won every season until this season. Steve Wilkes can't say that, and he won't be able to say it this year either. I'm just saying. So if you if you have that if you have that choice, and it is a legitimate choice. Rob Brown, you still would take Steve Wilkes over Mike Tomlin because I would not, and I don't think most people would. Mike Tomlin was a head coach that had a quarterback who was a first ballot Hall of Famer for the entire time that he was successful in Pittsburgh. As Roethlisberger's ability and talents declined with age, so did the Pittsburgh Steelers. And with Roethlisberger gone, the Pittsburgh Steelers, much like the Carolina Panthers, are teetering on the verge of irrelevancy, right? This is not a great football team in Pittsburgh. If Tomlin rolled this team over and showed, as for instance, Kyle Shanahan is doing in San Francisco right now, that he is such a good coach that as long as you plug a decent talent in there at QB, he's going to be able to scheme you to some dubs, then I would be willing to take the shot. But here's what I know about Steve Wilkes. I know that Wilkes has recognized the identity of this team. I know that he has emphasized the identity of this team. I know that the team has very heavily rolled in around him. We have seen a ton of quotes and comments from multiple Panther players that have said, ride or die, Steve Wilkes is my guy, and I'm with him. Uh, And, again... Hey, hey, two more wins, and I'll be on that train. That's all I'm asking for. But that that number seems so arbitrary to me. Like, five wins, he's there. Six wins, he's the guy. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, Steve Wilkes has already surpassed my expectations for what this team was going to be post the Matt Rule era. He hasn't done any better than Matt Rule did. He has not. Yes, he has. How many wins does he have? He has four. Matt Rule had five. Matt Rule had five in a 17-game schedule. Steve Wilkes has four since week six. Here we go with it. Well, according to percentages, if you look at how these things shape, no, no, it's just wins and losses. Lonzo, if I let you punch me one time and I get to punch you ten times, who should theoretically do more damage? Hey, yo, if I hit you one time, you ain't hitting me ten. Hey, yo. You get my point, ladies and gentlemen.